Hey, welcome, welcome to Wobble Free Storytelling. It's Tina Constant here, and I'm not even going to say it, the jibber jab is at the end. So we're jumping right into this week's story, which is called The Fate of Gruben Miles. <laughs> now, Gruben Miles, he sat in the dock, and he waited for the judge to decide his sentence. It wasn't the first time. <laughs> the last time he had come before the judge, it was for the murder of his lover. But like always, Gruben had been oh so careful, which meant there was no proof, there was no evidence, <laughs> just sticky, slippery suspicion. At most, he'd get a few weeks in the salt mines or draining the bog, nothing more. Finally, the judge put on his black hat and he said, Gruben Miles, son of Gruben Miles and grandson of Gruben Miles, you are before me once more, and I cannot say I am surprised. My grandfather sentenced your grandfather. My father sentenced your father. And now I have the dubious honor of sentencing you. Evil and badness are in your blood. Then the judge paused for a moment and he took off his hat. And he said to Gruben Miles, One reason, give me one reason why I should not do the town a favor and hang you from the neck until dead. Well, <laughs> the jury half stood. They started to clap. And then they sat and waited. The gallery gasped and almost cheered. <laughs> Only Gruben Miles did not move. He didn't even blink. After a long silence, Gruben said, You are a fair judge. And everybody agreed. Then Gruben said, you are an honest judge. And again, everybody had to agree. So, said Gruben, you wouldn't condemn a man to death for a crime he was not responsible for. Well, at this, everybody paused, but finally they had to agree that was true. Then, Gruben said, if evil and badness are in my blood, how can I be responsible for any of what I've done? My father and my grandfather before me must carry the blame for how I am today. Ooh, the whole crowd went, ooh. <laughs> then they whispered their opinions and all eyes turned to the judge who bowed his head for a very long time. Finally, the judge said, maybe so. Gruben Miles, here is my decision. Go to the witch, Malula. If you can outwit her, you can come back, take my seat, and cast judgment on yourself. Whatever you say will be. <laughs> Gruben couldn't believe his luck. <laughs> With light steps and a song in his heart, he ran from the courthouse. He left the village and he took a shortcut through the forest to find the witch Malula. <laughs> she was a recluse. No one ever saw her. Actually, no one even knew how long she had been there. But Gruben Miles was a survivor. He had killed before and he would kill again and no witch would outwit him. Well, the forest was thick 
and the forest was dark. Gruben was just halfway to where he thought the cottage was when he heard his name being called. He stopped and he looked around and finally he spotted a flickering flame inside a cave. Beside the fire was a sprightly old woman with steel-gray hair and flint in her eyes. <laughs> you are Gruben, she said. You are the son of my great-great-great-granddaughter. You are my blood. My boy, come sit with me. And Gruben did. The old woman told tales of exploits and deeds and mischief in their family tree. And when she was done... <laughs> Gruben laughed. Oh my goodness, the judge is right. Evil and badness are in my blood. <laughs> and with that, the old woman smiled and put three cups in front of Gruben. You are going to meet the witch Malula, she said. This cup will help you love her. This cup will help you see her. This cup will help you kill her. Make your choice. Gruben grinned, and he drank from the third cup. Better to be forearmed, no? <laughs> he said, and the old woman chuckled. You've made your choice. And with that, she vanished in the smoke. Feeling the power of his ancestors course through his veins, he continued his journey to the witch Malula. He was almost there when he heard another voice call his name. This time it was a young woman with thick black hair. I am your great-grandmother seven times removed. I know who you are. You are meeting the witch Malula. The woman took two crystals from her pocket and she laid them in the middle of the path. This crystal will help you love her. This one will help you see her. The choice is yours. Well, Gruben took the second crystal. I have it in me to kill her, he said. I will need to see the hag to do that. <laughs> and he continued on the path that led right to the witch's cottage. When he got there, the door was already open. So Gruben went inside. He could see that the cottage was warm and soft. It was lived in and alive, but it wasn't that that caught his eye. All he saw was a gold ring on a table. That ring will help you love me, a quiet voice said in the shadows. Gruben didn't even look to see who was talking. He would not be tricked. He didn't need to see a witch to kill it. Without a word, he kicked burning coals out of the fireplace. He rampaged through that cottage, trashing, stamping, and destroying everything he touched. In the end, there was nothing except a pile of ash, a pile of bones, and that gold ring. Oh, feeling victory. Darius. Gruben put the ring on a chain around his neck and he left the forest. He had more than survived the witch Malula. He had devoured her. Without wasting a moment of precious time, Gruben went back to the courthouse. As promised, the judge offered Gruben his chair and asked what the sentence should be. 
as you can imagine, Gruben laughed. I sentenced myself to a long, long life, <laughs> is what he said. And with that, he left the courthouse, making no attempt to hide his joy or the ring around his neck. It didn't take long for people to start talking about that ring. First there were glances and then whispers and then pointing fingers and finally Gruben could take no more. What are you gossiping about? An old woman stepped out of the crowd. That ring, she said, belonged to your great-great-grandmother seven times removed. It was passed down to the woman pregnant with children in your line. At first, Gruben scoffed and ignored them. But after some time, he couldn't get their words out of his head. He had killed that woman. She hadn't been with child. He was sure of that. I mean, he hadn't asked, but then she would have said, wouldn't she have said something? He had buried her. He had buried her deep. There was nothing but ash and bones in that grave. No, no, she couldn't have survived. She, could, she couldn't be the witch Malula. That ring was nothing but a stupid trick and trinket. But no matter what Gruben said or did, he couldn't eat and he couldn't sleep. Every way he turned, he saw the sneering face of the woman he was sure he had murdered. But if she had survived, she could testify against him and he would be done. There would be no mercy. Gruben knew that he had to be sure. So with terror in his heart and the moon high in the sky, he ran into the forest. This time no one called his name. He didn't stop until he reached the burned out cottage. He gathered the bones and he piled them high. He placed the crystal on top of the pile and he said, This crystal will help me see you. Show yourself. Tell me the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Who are you? And the bones took form and spoke. I am Malula. I am the daughter of Gruben Miles and his murdered lover. And like my forefathers before me, evil and badness are in my blood. Like a worm, those words crawled into Gruben's ears and slithered into his brain. From there it curled up in his soul and began to feed. Reuben did live a long, long life, but he spent it digging sticks and stones and knives and arrows into his flesh, trying to get the bad blood out. <laughs> oh, that's a bad dude. <laughs> hey, you lovely human being, that's it. Uh, from Waffle Free Storytelling. <laughs> uh, at recording, we are heading towards Halloween. 
Uh, so who knows what's going to be coming up in the following weeks? Don't know. In the meantime, drop around to www.tinaconstant.com and say hi. Join the fireside. And uh, oh, just generally have a beautiful day today. So you know I'm going to say go and hug the people you love. And if there's bad blood in your family, oh, hug it too. <laughs> All right. Have fun today. I will see you next time. Bye-bye now.